Howdy there. I'm Matt McKinley with the Burning Daylight Podcast. If you ever wanted to make a podcast, well, Spotify's got a platform that makes that lets you make one super easily. And then you can distribute it everywhere and even earn money. All in one place for free. It's called Spotify for, for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from the phone or computer. Uh, so no matter what uh, your setup is like, you can uh, start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And uh, if you like my show, Fence Post Politics with my buddy Aaron, that's the place to watch it because it's all video all the time. And we uh, like we share videos, we comment on videos, we share news articles and uh, and funny memes. So um, it's pretty cool. Um, and also, if you want to take your conversations to uh, with your fans to the next level, uh, your question and answer answer and polls are the best way to get them talking you can attach that to your your podcast there and, and you get your you get you know valuable interactions with your fan your fans and uh <clears throat> with spotify for podcasters you can earn money in a variety of ways including ads and podcast subscriptions and best of all it's totally free with no catch and that's uh that that is true um, <laughs> supposed to do a testimonial here, um, but anyways, this is the the podcast I use or the podcast uh host that I use. I like Spotify. They're uh they're very good on just letting you do your thing, uh with uh with no catch to it. Uh, there's a good reason why Joe Rogan hosts podcast on Spotify and, and this is uh this is a great way to get started if you if you've ever thought about starting a podcast this is where I would send anybody to go um <clears throat> best thing you can do is just download the Spotify for podcasters app or you can go to spotify.com slash podcasters to get started and yeah if you've ever thought about just doing a podcast or if you're tired of paying a monthly service that uh, doesn't seem to do much for you, Spotify podcasters is your spot. So uh, go to spotify.com slash podcasters or download the app today. Mackenzie Johnston with Cattle News Central, bringing you your May 10th cattle industry headlines, brought to you by 4T Ag Insurance, your go-to contractor for ag insurance. The folks at 4T Ag are dedicated to providing you with insight, information, and alternative risk solutions that are custom fit to your business and personal needs. They offer both crop and drought insurance, and they offer LRPs on both fed and feeder cattle. If you would like more information, head on over to www.4tag.net. That is the number four, tag.net. We are also sponsored by American Beef Producer Magazine. They offer in-depth articles on a wide variety of topics within our industry. They feature award-winning photography and so much more within their publication. If you would like to check out their most recent issue, their May issue, and just learn a little bit more about the magazine, go ahead and click on the American Beef Producer link above in the caption. That is going to take you over to their Facebook page where you can do just that. American Beef Producer Magazine, guiding beef producers for over 25 years. 
And finally, Circle 5 Cow School. If you're wanting to learn how to prep check your own cows or start AIing, Circle 5 Cow School is definitely the way to go. Almost every week, they are hosting classes somewhere between Texas and Tennessee. If you'd like to check out their schedule, head on over to circle5cowschool.com. That is the number five in there. Or you can go ahead and just give them a follow on Facebook. Drovers has reported that on Monday, Tyson Foods raised its full year sales outlook after uh, its full year sales outlook, excuse me, after sky high meat prices helped the meat giant beat quarterly revenue and earnings estimates. As we all know, meat packers, they have been criticized by cattle producers, the White House and Congress over increased uh, increased meat prices. But meat giants like Tyson They claim that they have been forced to increase their meat prices to offset rising costs for labor and other input costs such as cat, such as animal feed, which they say has increased drastically because of the war in Ukraine. Despite inflationary pressures across the whole supply chain, Tyson is working to drive costs down, according to Chief Executive Officer Donnie King. Originally, Tyson expected annual sales to fall somewhere between $49 and $51 billion, but since they have jacked up meat prices, they now expect their annual sales to fall somewhere between $52 and $54 billion. According to Tyson, average prices for its beef in the first quarter of this year, which ended on April 2nd, climbed 23.8% compared to a year ago. Chicken prices, they increased 14.4% and pork increased 10.8%. Sales volume of both chicken and beef was basically the same as last year. Pork sales volume dropped, uh, it dropped 4.8%. Tyson's quarterly sales rose to $13.1 billion in the first quarter. That is up from $11.3 billion from a year ago. Those Packers, they always find a way to make money, no matter what. Whether it be, uh, whether it be sticking it to the cattle producers or the consumers on both ends. They always find a way. According to Shaley Stewart with DTN Progressive Farmer, packers have been strategically buying cattle for the last three weeks. The majority of these purchases have been for deferred delivery. Packers are beginning to see supplies of calf-fed fats making their way onto show lists, and they're aware that supplies are soon going to be in their favor, said Stewart. On top of that, with summer coming on, we can expect show lists to grow, prices to weaken, and once again, Packers, Packers will see a large percentage of the market's dollar find its way into their hands. Box beef prices have fallen in recent weeks due to consumer pushback on the high prices of beef. As a result, Packers will most likely try their hardest to not pay as much for fat cattle. I realize they're always not trying to pay as much for fat cattle, but clearly with box beef prices with box beef prices coming down, I'm sure they feel the pressure to keep those uh, those profit margins pretty hefty. Or if they don't do that, uh, they may begin to pull away from the cash cattle market and instead rely on their deferred purchases. This update is also sponsored by AgRisk Advisors. They provide risk management programs for livestock producers all across the West. Whether you are concerned about price or weather risk, AgRisk Advisors, they are here to help. With current day market fluctuations, you and I both know there is nothing more important than locking in a price floor on your cattle. So if you would like to learn more about an LRP, be sure to reach out to an advisor today. 
Drovers has also reported that American food group, AFG, is planning to build a new 500,000 square foot slaughterhouse with a capacity of 2,400 head per day near Forestdale, Missouri. A group of appointed citizen volunteers that make up the Warren County Planning and Zoning Board originally voted 6-1 to to approve a conditional use permit back in April, but the new meatpacking plant is now facing resistance. Opponents of the plant have appealed this decision, and an appeal hearing is now set for May 24th. The appeal will be heard by the Warren County Commission. American Food Group considered various states to build this plant, this plant in, but obviously they settled on Missouri. If the plant is built, it will employ 1,300 workers. Talk about economic opportunity. During a recent public forum, nearby residents raised concerns about potential impacts on area traffic, odor, and water quality. Again, what an opportunity for economic development. Down here at North Platte, I know they also faced resistance, and it just blows my mind um, when and when a business, when a company like this comes in, and it's not corporate, it's not one of the big four, and you know they are going to do things right. They want to survive. They want to do well for the cattle producers, but yet there is resistance in the community. It's absolutely silly. Finally, some numbers to leave you with. According to USDA data, annual imported fresh beef as of the end of as of April 30th is up 26% year over year. A few notable numbers to go along with that. So far this year, we have seen a 139% increase in fresh beef imports from Argentina. And then this one, this next one is the real kicker. Uh, we've seen a 635% increase of fresh beef imports from Brazil. At the beginning of this year, in the last month, I believe I reported on Brazilian beef imports being up, but I was not aware of the increase that we have seen thus far. We just got done with the first quarter of this year and we already see an increase of Brazilian fresh beef imports 635%. That is uncalled for. Absolutely uncalled for. We should not be importing that much from any country, let alone Brazil. That is all I have for you guys this morning. I hope everyone's week is off to a great start. You guys have yourself a tremendous Tuesday. I'll catch you later.